Yes. Hello. Sir. Haven't we been put through enough with all of this ICP nonsense? I tried calling many, many years ago to try to put the kibosh on this. Why do you keep allowing these guys to do this? How many more times do I have to get knocked down and have those fingers shoved in my ears? Please, they're driving me nuts. Still. Confessions. Welcome, everyone, to episode eight. My God, we're flying through this. Yeah, this is a fast season, boy. Episode eight of the Juggalo Rewind season. Oh, no, no, let's try this question. Cinco. <laughs> Cinco! <laughs> you know how many people do that now just to annoy me? I'm gonna have, when I go, Cinco, I'm going to have Bundy with a sombrero pop up. <laughs> Anyways, this is season five of the Juggalo Rewind podcast. How many people podcast. do that to me? <laughs> Your favorite juggalo podcast where we deep dive into classic juggalo juggles juggalo albums one track at a time and sometimes one comic book at a time sometimes maybe we'll do it again it's been that good i sure as fuck hope not (laughs) whether you're a longtime fan a new fan or not really a fan you're just a fan of us there's something here for you but you're here now so that's all we care about if you are new and you're starting on confessions (laughs) That's very strange. Maybe someone just likes Malenko and they want to, you know, hit them B-sides out there. That's possible. Well, if you are, we have a whole back catalog of numerous albums, so go back and check them out. But this season, as we said, we are talking the Pendulum comic series and the CD that goes along with it. Not the tome. Oh, God. Oh, God. You're just playing (laughs) with it. Uh, What is going on? Thank you. What is going on with you, Chris? How are you? How is the post-Halloween hangover? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a double hangover. Halloween, Fright Fest, all the fun juggalo and horror movie nonsense is done, and flag football season's officially over. We made it to the championship, but alas, came up short. Short end of the stick. Got beat by Paradigm's boys. <laughs> Son. But... <laughs> That's for another time. But here we are, you know. Now we're on the home stretch to uh, Christmas time, which is also a fun time in the juggle world. Thanksgiving just gets totally. Well, I was saying we're on the road. It's like mm. WrestleMania. Like, there's still. Uh, Christmas is WrestleMania. Survivor Series is, uh, you know, Royal Rumble. That doesn't make any sense. But Thanksgiving season, you got, you got football hitting the home stretch of all the good games. You got OSU on the horizon. You got Survivor Series watching. Eating leftover Thanksgiving sandwiches. Got big Penn State looming too. <laughs> That's right. Old James Franklin crying to the NCAA trying to get Harbaugh banned from that game. He's so scared. Don't overlook Penn State. Don't overlook Purdue. They, they already beat Purdue. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> uh, I, I was watching the uh, Iowa game. No, did you see the? I didn't send you the sicko thing they posted, but they put it. Uh, they made it a silent film version of oh, it that's fine so it's all the highlights black and white with like a doop 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 doo, 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 music i turned it on it was like seven to six i ended up ten seven yeah oh my god there was someone great. else listed there was like seven cubs games that scored more points than that that's great <laughs> also uh, there was a point where the field got fucked up and they just kept trying to pour like dirt on it to, like, that's the, the part patch. that i was watching <laughs> they had that in the silent movie for so many like scenes 
It was, I swear to God, it was first and goal on the goal line, and Northwestern got stopped. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly when I turned it on, because that's when that divot happened. Yeah. That happened in a Big Ten title game, where it was the artificial turf got ripped up, and they were trying to fix it, and they kept just pouring those like pellets, the pellets in their chest. Yeah. They didn't know what to do. The guy was like freaking out. So it was terrible. It's great. Big but Ten West is awesome. There's still a chance for a seven-way tie, I believe. We'll see what happens with yeah. that. How was your Halloween? Uh, I assume we're not going to get into any of our bets since this is very post Halloween. Yeah, so I guess we, we well discuss just... that. Uh, first, my first Halloween in over a decade, and it was a blast. Good times. I know we've discussed this in the past. We're like, oh, it's just become like a greatest hit set, but for not seeing it in a long time, it was awesome mix that they had in there. Yeah, their set this year was pretty good. I mean, it wasn't as uh, hits as past years. I didn't feel. The certain ones that you feel like you've heard some like, well, I guess Fuck the World was in there, right? They yeah, they only so. played half of it, though, because we didn't get to the Ruse Ripper drawbridge line, which made us upset. But, um, like, Assassins, I got you know, tired of that one. That one wasn't in there. Uh, Tilt, was Tilt a roll in there? That was in there. Let's Go All the Way wasn't, though, I don't no. think. No. Yeah, it just it seemed not as, not as packed with the ones you always mm-hmm. hear. And there was some sprinkling. I mean, there were three Halloween songs, yeah. four Halloween songs. I put Goblin, which is weird. Yeah, it's a fun one. Fun the, Halloween vibes, but like party the, vibes. The great show. <laughs> they must be listening to the episodes. They the, must have put that in just for us. Definitely. <laughs> Hands like this. Too bad the whole crowd wasn't. They were in our section. <laughs> there was a handful smattering throughout there. There was three or four of us and one person behind us doing it just randomly. <laughs> me, and, like, me and Cousin Aaron were. That's, yeah. who does, he's not been in the show yet, but he's been a reoccurring character. Cousin Aaron joined for the first time since 2001. Oh his my first God. ICP show. And he was... While and out, I can't imagine. I found a picture of him in the crowd. He's just hands like this with his head back, screaming. <laughs> what song was that? Though? I think Boogie Boogie Woo. That was the one he like went bonkers. <laughs> Why didn't we take him to the Malenko show? He wouldn't have went that far. Yeah, especially on like a Sunday where the fuck it was on. Yeah, it was definitely a weekday for sure. Yeah, hmm. hopefully it stays at the Masonic because we got our way in there now with uh, his client. So perfect. We got there for Isham. Rest in peace to his cousin. Apparently, that's the rumor. But man, that was that was something. That was quite the spectacle. <laughs> the whole time before, too. So our younger cousin, who's not seen any of them, and he likes Isham. I was like hyping him up, like, "Yeah, we just seen him on the Three Headed Monster tour. He was awesome. Like, he was like, you know, perfect, killing it. Good old songs." Yeah, no, that was and I was good. telling another, my brother-in-law came and I'm like yeah this is the guy who kind of started all this stuff like ICP looked up to him so I'm like oh he's this is the guy he's like this is the guy who started all oh, like, oh come on well we didn't know what was happening at the time yeah but it was it was bad he's just laying down screaming well that's what happens I mean yeah. obviously that's come out that he was going through something but right. it was just it was so weird like we couldn't tell if he was if it was a bit or yeah, yeah. It, was, it was strange and his set, even if he was, like, coherent, his set was real weird. Like, there was, like, a bunch of new songs and, like... I legit knew one song. The only one I remember was, I want that old thing back. I feel like he kept singing that, like, for 20 minutes. Did he do Telly Savalas? I think so. That was, like, one of the first two yeah. or three songs. But other than that, I didn't know one song. <laughs> there was a handful, but, yeah. I think at that point, just, like, stop paying attention. You're like, what is happening? The band didn't really seem like that. It was just... It was strange. The band was cool. That had me excited, but... But they didn't seem like they wanted to be there. Well, at that point, would well, you want to? <laughs> well, no, but they were just, I don't know, they didn't seem into it either. But. but ICP tore it up. It was a good show, good times. 
Especially after that, you're nervous because him and Jay have been hanging out. I'm like, are they both like all high oh, as hell on mushrooms or something? Why, why would you think that? That's disrespectful. <laughs> they were talking about doing mushrooms and stuff nowadays. And if you were in the crowd and you saw the nice bright orange Juggalo Rewind shirts, yeah. we had a nice smattering of people wearing those. So we were... Represented through the building. Yeah, we were up in the balcony while you were down on the floor. Down with the people. I wasn't up there high, living high and mighty, looking down on the Juggalos. I was with the Juggalos. I was with the family. You mean, I was with the common people who paid less to be upstairs. <laughs> You were with the elitist on the floor. Actually, it was super nice because the floor was not like close to like crazy crowded. Like I'm sure if we worked our way even further in, it would have been. But like we were like from here to uh, past the camera by the wall there from the soundboard maybe, and you could easily if you wanted to like go to the bathroom or bar, come right back to where we were. Like, That's cool. That's nice spot. Like yeah, everyone was just kind of standing and watching. Like you know, Fago would hit, hit and someone would throw it around, but like it wasn't like. You know, the seas of people when we were on, like, we're all old timers now, this is good, just sitting and enjoying the show. We were literally sitting and enjoying the show. <laughs> I like standing, but uh, I don't, was glad I wasn't, like, fighting, fighting the crowd. I was happy with my spot. Yeah. So it was all good. Not a liver spot. Not my dog spot. Where's that shirt? My spot. <laughs> it's in, saved in the archives with, with that Blaze uh, Lion shirt that's also in the archives. It's all, unused. It's all in pre-production. <laughs> I got so many unused shirts. <sighs> so yeah, Halloween, we were... God, that was a... So we were up top. I was with Scotty. I don't know why he didn't go down with, with Rex and them. Oh, that's... Yeah, I was like, I was like that's Scotty? Yeah. Well, so Rex had lower level... And uh, I text him, like, hey, where are you? He's like, I'm trying to find my way out of the floor. And I'm like, I was like, go to Cousin Aaron. I'm like, didn't you say you had a ticket for Rex? Like, yeah, I told him it's the will call. So I text him, like, did you go get your ticket from the will call? He's like, oh, he's got a floor? I'm like, yeah, go outside. So he, like, left, went outside, we got a new one. That's fine. <laughs> and then him and his, that big dude he's with, I always forget his name. EG? Well, EG was with him. And then the big guy who, <laughs> the big guy <laughs> who yeah. we were with at uh, at the Blaze show and at uh, SummerSlam, I was with him. He was sitting with us at Sweetwater, remember? Yeah, I have no idea. First who this is. season, yeah. Those three were together, and Rex was like, yeah, I put it on all gingerly. <laughs> took two up at a time, the old, old school way, and brought those two down. That's fine. <laughs> so I guess Scotty didn't make the cut. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe you gotta bleep all this out. Maybe I didn't want to start drama. Yeah, that'd be fine. <laughs> so I was sitting with Scotty, Veronica, Steve, and Christmas up top. I ran to Veronica at the bar when we first got there. And as I was with my brother-in-law, who's never been in this scene, and I'm hugging someone painted up. For a second I log in, I'm like, yep, these are all my people. <laughs> she, she hugged me and left a shaggy, like, style face paint on the side of my head, <laughs> which I didn't realize for hours. That's like, great. Leading up to the show that day, we went bar hopping with Boy Kelly. Nice. Boy Kelly. I was at one bar with Boy Kelly before a Fright Fest. We'll get to that after this. We were, uh, <laughs> we were at the Old Miami. Good bar. And uh, Steve looked outside and he's like, is that your boy? <laughs> is that my boy, boy Kelly? Kelly just standing there. And I'm like, that's Kelly. <laughs> so he popped in and we all hung out. That was cool because that, God, that line was fucking crazy was it? early. It was wrapped like towards Woodward and up and zigzag. It was crazy. And, and it like, started so early, right? Yeah. I am not probably got delayed too once the after party filed out. And Yeah, that was a little weird. I, mm. um, but it, uh. <laughs> Yeah, we just saw that line, and we're like, nope, we're just going right. to drive back. So it was either Old Miami or the Bronx, and we hit the Old Miami, and we're like... Yeah, that's right down the street. It's the spot, which was... The people in there 
characters. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that's to be expected. Mm-hmm. What else did we do on Halloween? Was that the day that we ate at um, Rocco's Italian? You're asking me. I didn't eat at Rocco's. Well, I know, but I'm saying, have you ever been there? <laughs> no. It's pretty good. Where's uh, that? It's right there. Is that on Chaos or Second? Okay. It's right in that general vicinity. Yeah. Um, it was real good. Good spot. I made a pot roast before. That's mm. what I ate. Not bad. And I went trick-or-treating. We went way later than I expected and still made plenty, plenty of time for all well, the festivities. That's what they do. Yeah. Crushed a couple parking lot beers. Of course. <laughs> I was behind. I didn't have any in me. I had to crush a few. Took a shot, a $10 shot at the bar. Oh, my God. Yeah. But it was a good time. Yeah. Good show. Yeah. And then the night before was Fright Fest. Yes. The Green Book 20th anniversary. Felt really old this weekend. Oh, yeah. That was a real good show. Yeah, that was fun. They did the feature. There was no features that showed up outside of Blaze, but I think they did a good job of like making it work without just like skipping over them. Yeah, the screen behind with everyone respected everyone who was on the album. So no, that was a good. That place was packed to the gills. Yeah, there was no moving around there. We were fucking crammed. That's once I got in and I found you guys, and I was like, all right, I got to look a a decent shot to the bar and back. But I was like, I ain't even going to check out the merch. I was going to try to buy that Sam Hain box set, and I'm like, nope, I'm just, <laughs> I can get to the bar and back. It wasn't it. too bad. Like, downstairs was fine. But yeah. But like, once it got in a spot, I didn't want to get too far out of the, because they went deep into the concourse, concourse, fucking <laughs> lobby. And I ran into a good, good friend of the pod, Fritz the Cat, out in the lobby. Oh, yeah. Did Shook you say hi to him? Yeah. Oh, nice. Said, hey, how you doing? Good to see you, pal. He's hey, good to see you, too. And I went to the bathroom. And then I was like, who the fuck was that? <laughs> He knows us. <laughs> First year, I didn't see James from the Ref. Oh, Usually yeah. we run into him every year. He's though. been cultivating his weed plants, his I crops. No, crops that I always see him on Facebook. I have no like, the tallest is roof. <laughs> uh, same group of characters of that show. Yeah. I, I hung out with Reggie at the bar before for a little bit. Oh, I've he re- was loud. <laughs> I've read your stories for another time. Uh, yeah, it was us, Steve, Christmas, Veronica, Blade. Yeah. Um, and his friend. Um, who else did we run into at that show? I saw a bunch of people. I saw um, Big Steve from Astro. Yeah. Talked to Mike. Who else did we see there? I feel like I ran they into They didn't him. run into DC Fago guy. He was in town. I did, yeah, never I got to meet him in person him. yet. I saw Michelle and her wife walking around, but just for two seconds. Yeah. I don't know where they ended up. Yeah, I saw a bunch of people, but didn't really... Uh, we saw Bobby. Mm-hmm. which was, uh, We saw Justin. Oh, yeah. Who didn't realize thought? didn't realize who it was at first. Of course, yeah, because <laughs> he's the other guy. Because you've never met him before. No. Right? And then after the show, we all hung out at the bar. Yeah. Which I heard got you stayed after us, right? Uh, just a little bit. Um. Oh, boy, Callie was with us. Yeah. Well, so we were all there. Watch, watch the end of lines. Big victory, by the way. And watch the end of that. And you guys left. And Veronica was talking about someone in there that she was trying to. Corner. Oh God! I think I <laughs> caught that. Yeah, coming out of the show. So yeah, I didn't know fully was going on, but I'm like, well, I don't want to leave yet. If she's like, I was waiting. You know, she was leaving, and uh, didn't want to leave her alone. <laughs> this individual still there, but then someone else came over and was talking to her. And I was like, oh, that isn't that person she was thinking of. So I'm like, all right, now I can go. And boy, Kelly said he left a little bit after that. He parked in Greek Town. He got there and it was still gridlocked to leave. So we went back and hung out for like another hour and a half. At the bar, he said. I'm like, good god. Yeah. And the Lions fans kept filing into the um, the, the bar. bar. Yeah, it was just funny to see. There was a guy who said he worked there, trash before we went into Fright Fest. He was a mess. And he's like, 
Jungles are good people. And so are Raiders fans. I'm a Raiders fan. And I, I thought he was dressed up like a pirate, maybe, but I think he just had eye makeup on. It was just like wearing a Raiders shirt. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> like, I couldn't fully tell if it was supposed to be a costume or not, but he was a mess. And after Fright Fest, we went in. He was still in there, just belligerent, not making any sense. He was not making sense when we left. He was trying to explain, like, playing a pinball machines, like having sex to me and Kelly, and we were both like, I don't know. Yeah, we gotta I, go. I didn't encounter that guy. <laughs> <sighs> we also, before that show, we went to Nikki's. Yeah, that was good. I was hoping to make it to Sweetwater, but by the time I was able to leave, I'm like, I can't eat, so I ate the pot roast and right down. That 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 was the night after. I don't know what I ate something quick at home and decided to have some beers at the bar. Yeah, waiting for that line. That's the good thing about the bar next to Andrews. You can watch the line. Funnel in, I spied you guys. That's good. Yeah, that's how we did see you. <laughs> uh, we hit Sweetwater a couple nights before that. Yeah. Because yeah, it was, I assume it was packed for that night. I didn't even yeah. walk that way. And long. even if it's not packed, it's going to take you an hour to get your food. And I'm like, by the time I got down there, it's not. Yeah. But you know what I did do when I got down there? Found a parking spot. You did. Block away. A little nervous because there was broken glass right down the street, <laughs> but there was a bunch of Lions fans tailgating. It was decently lit, so I was like, "All right, this is good." It was two dollars and fifteen cents I paid on the meeting. That's the meter. crazy. <laughs> Not bad. I still stand by my good spot for Fright Fest. I fucked it up for, <laughs> for Halloween, but Halloween I didn't have to do any work because my brother-in-law works at Google, so he had the pass. Where it's not that far of a walk but in that weather it was like snowing already at that point oh, I was, was bad walking yeah. there sucked it seemed so much further yeah we parked pretty far away we parked across from the old Miami yeah it's like the area behind it there's usually a decent amount of parking that you can find I, from my past I always thought all those lots were packed no just the there's not even lots anymore it's just like the side streets back there oh uh, there's a couple lots yeah but yeah they were like empty and I'm like what <laughs> I, I just I guess I haven't been down there in so long but. yeah I fucked that up. That's okay. <laughs> I, I can admit when I fucked it up. You just gotta, just gotta feel it and find it. I, I was it. trained by face. I had to find a parking spot. They're gonna say you were trained by your dad. <laughs> to, to, to sense the city. <laughs> that just inbreded me. You know. <laughs> uh, all right. Other shit that we did that weekend. Um, took Steve and Christmas to Sapinos. Good one. The one up. Yeah, up that's down. the only one left now. Yeah. For now. Uh, we went bar hopping to um, Bumbos. Oh, yeah. And then we went to that pop-up one, the Bagley Street. Yeah, i seen that on Instagram. That's terrible. <laughs> it looked cool on the Instagram. It's on Instagram. It was on the news. Everything was like, oh, this is like super yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. It's fucking terrible. That sucks. You guys should went to Mutiny because Mutiny is a cool-ass tiki bar. There were a couple other ones, but that just seemed. Yeah. But no. Uh, Tom went to it, too. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, did you ever go to that? He's like, yeah, it was not good. I'm like, yeah, I know. Was, well, now I'm glad I didn't go. I didn't miss out on anything. It's just a normal ass bar. They have two special drinks. One of them they didn't have for <laughs> when we went and when he went. Um, they have like a TV playing some shit and like some spooky decorations. Yeah. My basement was spookier, probably. It really is. <laughs> it's it was not. It was fun, but yeah. I mean, yeah, now not worth going out of your way to go to. Nah. Uh, we went to other couple shows. We saw the early November. Then this weekend, so as we recorded this two days ago, we went and saw Stick to Your Guns. It was like a, a punk band. Mm-hmm. Not a punk band. Like a hardcore whatever band. Yeah. Um, at the Magic Stick, which I haven't been to in forever. Oh, yeah. Um, got Sergeant Pepperonis. Nice. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> it's pizza, like on pizza this yeah. week. And then last night we saw Tech Nine. Okay. Where was that at? Royal Oak. Okay. 
ran into Reggie. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. So I got to hang out with Reggie a little bit. Parking you, was fine. You a Tech Nine fan now? He puts on a good show. Yeah. He did 35 songs. Oh, my God. But he only does, like... Bark parts of Yeah, like, super quick verses yeah. on that, so... I used to love his first couple albums. I just never kept up on I did listen to his last one. He's got The Rock on it, which is hilarious. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, past it was at Angelic and the other one that's of that era. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, those are the ones that I'm familiar with after that. Yeah, the first, like, two or three, and then it really starts to fall. I don't know if it falls off quality-wise, but just me paying attention. I, I agree. I'm yeah. sure it's still good. Einstein. I used to drink Caribou's all the time. Uh, fresh out of high school, we'd mix that up at parties. Of course, you did. <laughs> they played that. They played all, all the hits. They played all the hits. You know, that was a good show. So, yeah, a lot of people in for this weekend. Mm-hmm. Everyone got home somewhat safe. Christmas at a deer. Hit a deer? Home. Well, your Christmas, you hit deers. This <laughs> is the season. So, <laughs> she uh, may or may not have totaled her car, but she is home safe. And we'll see if her car gets back. <laughs> um,. But yeah, everyone else got home safe. It was cool seeing everyone come into town. That's how we do. Yeah. You heard all the things that we told you about. People came to town. We hooked them up. We showed them pizza. We showed them... Coney's? We went to Lafayette. Yeah. I didn't get any Coney's this weekend. No cone, oh. no food. No food for me. Just, uh, just a couple shows, but I was excited to get them in. Sent her down to the bathroom at Lafayette. <laughs> the only human being that can actually walk down those stairs. Not ducking down. But still, disgusting. What was the other bar we went to where the bathroom was real bad? I forgot. Is there? Sweetwater? And then I thought there was another bar. There was like, oh, I hitting all the worst bathrooms in Detroit. <laughs> That's, we went. We were in Krakow, one the one punk bar we went to. We were all excited. To, and the review online said, the bathroom is a disgrace. <laughs> That's all the review said. And we went there and I'm like, I've seen worse bathrooms in Detroit, I think, than, than this one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, <laughs> I was like... Yeah, your standards in Krakow way too uh, way too high compared to yeah, what we're seeing bathroom wise. Have you seen what we <laughs> go through? Um, I think we were talking about it, but the other bad one is the Majestic. It used to be really oh, bad. Oh yeah, and and doubles being uh, shitty because they have the guy usually giving you the mints and uh, paper towel rolls and like you know trying to get the tip yeah. in there. I'm like, it's not a high end restaurant or nightclub like. Just fucking piss off the floor. <laughs> yeah, it's also always underwater. Yeah. And there's like the women's bathroom has like no stall doors. <laughs> like it's that place. And it's is, in the worst spot. You have to like fight your way through the crowd to get to that back to corner. The corner, yeah. <laughs> but luckily, nothing there this weekend. If sometimes if it's not too crowded of a show, you could go to the one out in the lobby. But it's a smaller bathroom. There's like two stalls and two urinals. Like it's not. Yeah. Like if it's a packed house and you know people are drinking like it's a party crowd like a twisted or ice bee and it's a huge line but yeah, you can't get last time I, was, I remember going to see Sun O there and it was not close to being filled and went out to that bathroom and back real quick as opposed to trying to cut across to that yeah. corner one I haven't been to that many shows there since I've redone that little lobby yeah that's crazy how like blown Different out that yeah. <laughs> yeah it used to just be I can't even picture and well, it all that's part of the old Majestic Cafe so, too so that's not there anymore yeah because they expanded into that. So there's a big, like, bigger bar on the outside than the inside one. Like, it's, like, double the size of the inside one. They have the merch out there. And there's, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, bathroom in the corner. They have old, I know, like, now I know they have old show about. posters on the side wall. And there's a couple of Fright Fests up there. It's kind of oh, cool to fine. see those up there. Like, 2014, real random ones. That's where we saw Mikey Clark 
telling people he wrote all, all summer long. <laughs> also, we've seen Lee Clark outside San Andreas saying, who's dragging me home? I've, I told people that both of those stories all weekend. Well, we wasted a little bit of time, yeah. but we needed to talk about. Someone did request us to do a review of our weekend. Well, there you go. Yeah. That was it. No, that's for you, whoever you are. I can't remember. Mm, Fear the Beard? It was one of those bearded guys. <laughs> what else did I do? Do you really want more info? No, I don't want, want to hear anything else from you what? anymore. I, I want to, to talk about confessions. You do? <laughs> went to the zoo. We won the first round of the playoffs that weekend. We were riding high. Couldn't get it done. High on the hog. <laughs> <laughs> did you see this sign? St. Andrew's Hall and Schulter. <laughs> Schulter. They did not know how to spell you posted, the Did you post that in the stories? That's a good one. I don't think I did, but I will. <laughs> Schulter. <The> Schulter. <laughs> That's where we parked for Pearl. Pearl. <laughs> You Schulter like Pearl? the Pearl? <laughs> I'd go see Pearl at the Schulter. <laughs> All right. So we're talking. We're, we're done. Yeah. Big weekend. Lots of stuff going on. Once again, you come out. You hang out with us. This is what you do. You double check something. Oh. All right. Chris is going to go check the uh, video, video feed while I talk about... I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Pop culture? We are going to talk this episode, as Chris alluded yes. to, about confessions and shards of the looking glass. Shards of the looking glass. And this was in comic stores. Oh, fuck. Here we go. April. April of 2001. And it was officially released on April 19th, 2001. See ya? I got you right to the T. Thank you. I appreciate Thank that. You. So, what was going on yeah. in April of 2001? Let's tell you. Top movies? Spy Kids. I remember that coming out. Never seen it. Three weeks in a row. Whew, the whole month almost. And then taken over by Bridget Jones' Diary. I remember that name. But no, like at least the Spy Kids, I remember the premise. Yeah. This, R- I have no idea what's going on. Renee Zellweger? Oh, sure. I don't know. I've never seen either one of them. No. Singles. Top singles of the uh, month here. Yeah. Butterfly by Crazy Town. That, that one doesn't go away. That's still out there haunting and annoying us. Yeah. <laughs> and then All For You by Janet Jackson. Which I looked up before this because I peaked, cheated, and looked at Don't oh, remember that one at all. Never heard of it. She, <laughs> she says... It's got got that package. I gotta write or something. I was like, "What is she singing?" I'm okay with that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Top albums of the yeah. month of April of 2001. Mm-hmm. Hot shot by Shaggy. Shaggy, not too dope. Not too dope. Shaggy Sh- showed up a few. He's taken over for uh, Santana. Santana. He's taking his spot of being like always on. He's now. And uh, then we also have Until the End of Time by Tupac. Tupac. Which one was that one? That had to be post-mortem, Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely. But it wasn't... I never had that. I remember the cover, like the drawing of his body, but I'm like, what was on that one? Oh, I couldn't name one song. And then while Chris looks that up, also topping the album charts was Now That's What I Call Music, Volume oh, 6. Let's stop looking up Tupac and look up what was on that. <laughs> Which we talked about a couple episodes ago. <laughs> now that's what I call music. Was a mixtape of top hits of the time. We're at number six here. Number six. Uh, we open up with "Stronger" by Britney Spears. 
Let's see. I'm seeing anything else good. Shaggy's on there. It wasn't me. That's a rider's track. Incubus Drive. I love me some Incubus. Do you know who Evan and Jerome is? Crazy for this girl? Nope. No. R. Kelly's on here. You got to delete that one. Creed with open, arms wide open. Wow. They're coming back, aren't they, Tori? I think they are. I thought I heard an ad for that. It's about time for all those bands to get their second wind. Was. This one's pretty bad. Love oh. Don't Cost a Thing by J-Lo. Bye, 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 Ben Sink. There's a big one. Hemorrhage in My Hands by Fuel. Yeah, that's a good one. I don't know that one. Maybe if I heard it. Yeah, you would know that one. Yellow by Coldplay. That's a good one. Shape My Heart by Backstreet Boys. So the boy band's still kicking it in April oh, of 2001. Sure. Well, that's what I call music. <laughs> volume that, 6. That's what I call Mike's favorite music, <laughs> Volume 6. What was going on in the world of wrestling, you Here we ask? go. April of 2001, WrestleMania 17. The best ever, still. People call that a very top, tippy-top one. Tippy-top. Just at the top. <laughs> Great undercard. Fun story, even though people at Austin say, I shouldn't, shouldn't have turned heel. Still complains about that, but that was fun. Had the gimmick Battle Royal, which was like the first like hit of nostalgia, like, yeah. I feel like, from that era. Yeah, it was a cool like one. Taker and Triple H. Yeah. You had Flair doing something on that one. Yeah, who did Flair? Did Flair fight Taker in that one? I thought it was Taker and Triple H where he hit him with the sledgehammer when he put him up for the off the thing. Yeah, was it Flair and McMahon? No, it was Shane and Vince. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Shane Vince. Um, like there's a real good like DDP and Christian, DDP Christian, and then Regal and like Jericho at a yeah, good match. Yeah, yeah. Was... I said the undercard about the, the the hardcore triple threat match that we love. Um, yeah, Big Show, Raven, and Kane. Um, TLC. Yeah. Loaded card. Yeah. And cool looking vibes. And they had the the Limp Biscuit My Way video, which well, goddamn pal. still to this day holds up. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. And with that, I know we are a little uh, past it, but WCW and ECW officially closed their doors. WCW wrestlers were in attendance at WrestleMania 17. Remember yes, that? Yeah, like Sean Stacey. <laughs> all the jobbers hanging Mike on the press Saunders box. and everybody upstairs. Stacey Keeler was like the biggest star they had. They made sure to keep the camera far away when they cut to that shot so you couldn't fully tell who was up there. Yeah, that was weird. Like I think it's because no one was like big name. They like It wasn't. Yeah, yeah. there was no... <laughs> it was like a quick shot and they're like far away. It was... Uh, yeah, because, I mean, if you're a wrestling fan, that's the era where they didn't bring in the the Goldbergs. And yeah, because so those guys like, are getting paid so much money not to wrestle. R.I.P. Who passed away this month? Willie Stargell. Famous Name. baseball player. I say, the name's familiar. I don't think baseball he played player. for the entire... I think he played for the Pirates. And Joey Ramone. Oh, can't believe Joey Ramone's still kicking at this point. I uh, guess it's still... Well, it's a long time ago thinking, but... Yeah. <laughs> The local sports, the Tigers, opened up their second season at Comerica Park. Oh, there you go. Uh, this month they went eight and fifteen. <laughs> they were pretty bad. Yeah, that was not a years good, of not a good era for the Tigers. What's going on in the world news here? We have the FAA moving to have defibrillators placed on all airplanes. Hmm. Seems like something that should have been there already. No, it does seem <laughs> kind of weird. And we also have the DEA asking for a limit on distribution of oxycontin. Due to a hundred deaths, hundred and good God, what's going on nowadays with prescription drugs? Do you think there's more? You think that's happened? Uh, Let's see how many oxycodone deaths happened. Oh come on, you have to do the juggalo. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'll move on. Just saying, I feel like those things are always uh, out of hand. Just for a hundred deaths, the real news, the real world news, jug world. What's going on? It's a short, small month, but as we're past a year on the pendulum, we're really 
really hitting it now. We got ICP on 421. ICP.com calls for submissions for the .com track. So this is the yeah. first call for entries to get your... In April, and that song came out in July. Yeah. Just yeah. trying to put time frame yeah. on those. It's not that much time. And I listened to a uh, shout-out to the ICP slash Twist movie guys. I listened to their interview with Sky D, and he was talked about the .com track for a little bit on there. He said, oh, that's fine. Because he was like the second one mentioned, or so you Fago Lovers was early on. He's like, it wasn't like... He goes, I think it was just by submissions. Like, we seen it and quickly emailed it because he's like the first one or two were like like super random ones like Juggalo Coffee House like it was like something yeah. weird he's like yeah it wasn't like you're ranked or nothing just no, like yeah, how you came in I'm like that makes sense because it does seem like real random on yeah, who I pops up on there picked randoms I wouldn't have thought it was like a hierarchy yeah because I think he just said it we remember submitting super early so that's probably why it was like how they came in just read them off and then in May of 2000, Psychopathic Sampler 2001 has been starting to give away on the third leg of the Bizarre Bizarre Tour. That was the Blaze, Dark Lotus, and Mars. Mars Sampler. Then 5-7 on the tour, Billy Bill was arrested after choking on an Eminem fan who was throwing Eminems on stage at the at ICP. Why do I feel like we've already talked about that? Did we, I don't know. I don't think we mentioned it on the, the Eminem episode, though. I feel like we skipped over that God, I story. feel like... I don't know. I feel like that's come up somewhere. We might else. have talked about it in like the Lotus season, maybe. <laughs> but mm, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's a funny thing that happened on the tour. So the ICPM feud still hot and heavy here. And then on five nineteen ICP five nineteen ICP debuts on XPW TV. So ECW's dead, WCW's dead, but XPW is alive and well. <laughs> That's horrible. I had a couple of them f- those tapes. tapes that came out earlier. They were so bad. <laughs> yeah, they were not worth watching. And who's still kicking? XPW's back, baby. Yeah, and they're just as shitty and horrible. Putting syringes like, through people's dicks live on TV. Not doing, on TV. On doing real weird Whatever show. they're on. But that's the news. That's all. Short, short month here in the juggle world. But I'm sure we will be picking up steam because the gathering's right around the corner. And a couple big releases. Couple big releases. What's going on personally here? What What are we talking about? What month? April of two thousand one. Oh, I didn't have any concerts in April. Oh, I, I'm starting to get to where I'd be going to show, so I need to pull my out, but I don't have it on this computer. And now we go right to the song, eh? Tale of the tape. The tale of the tape, where we talk about the song confessions, top to bottom, left to right, up to down, <laughs> and. I'm already not thinking that's right, but I'm going to look. You're oh, the time? Is. Yeah. Exactly. It, it is. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so, I thought that was weird. Producer on this track, Mike E. Clark. That's right. Time on this track, there's two versions, so we'll get to that in a minute. Four minutes on the dot. Yeah. Nice, clean number. And as we were saying, this is the eighth song on the comic book release that's right but it's also the 10th track on the cd not the cd tome (laughs) on the cd collection that came with the comic book did it come with it i thought it was just sold separately i always think it came with them but i (laughs) we'll get to that in the wrap-up i'm sure and then where else can it be found other than this beautiful (laughs) uh single nice cardboard single forgotten freshness volume three 
came out a couple months later in December of 01. Yeah. can also be found on the Great Malenko Bonus Spells, which came out in 2017. I like that it was called the Bonus Spells. That's fun. And then Forgotten Freshness 6 in 2019 brought Six. us the <laughs> alternate version, which we will talk about towards the end. Which, spoiler alert, I did not know existed until like two minutes before we started recording this. <laughs> and then are you going to read the shitty notes that are in the Forgotten Freshness yeah. 3 book? Bef- God, these are so hard to find. Which, which one are you I know, for? you'd think they're in order, <laughs> and even then. Uh, before we dive in, we'll pull up what... Violent J and ICP had to say Confessions was in the Forgotten Freshness 3 volume. It's so hard to read here. Book. It says, We guess ICP and Mike Clark made this song sometime back in 96, but we're not sure. Neither are they. They don't even remember why they originally made this song. In fact, they don't even remember making the fucking song. They forgot it even existed. Apparently it's ICP, though. Maybe they made this song one night while they were sleepwalking. Who the fuck knows? Bottom line, Mikey Clark was digging through his old shit. Found the old dat, dusted off the, and Confessions was on it. Here it goes. We listened to it. We liked it. It's a good song. Finally, Treasure's been found, and it has a place. Here at Forgot Freshest 3. <laughs> so that's a whole lot of nothing, is what you're telling me. So basically, Violent, or Vanjie, Mikey Clark found this. Said, here you go, fellas. You're running low on tracks for the pendulum. Toss this baby on there. <laughs> Give me a cut. Oh, yeah, all right. This was recorded as... We noted in 1996. Yeah. For the Malenko, uh, pre Malenko era. I think it's a Malenko uh, throw session song, though. It feels, it's, it has those vibes, which is funny because I don't remember, like, li- remember listening to Forgotten Fresh 3 years out and, like, never, like, even thought of, like, oh, yeah, this sounds like That's that. Why like, it would be. Yeah, like, the more we dive into these things and listen to them 20 times, like, deep diving, I'm like, oh, yeah, this definitely sounds like a Malenko track. Like, for sure. Well, let's dive into it here. I think this will go fairly quickly. There's a spoken word intro, mm-hmm. which is almost like, um, it's not like a news report. What would you call this? Like a documentary? Mm. Yeah, like, a, oh, like an intro to a show or a documentary or a special something. I tried Googling. I could not find anything. I Googled the whole thing, bits and pieces. I just kept getting random religious stuff, which mm. it does have that vibe, like a preacher yeah. maybe talking. So it's basically saying, uh, well, we can just read it. Uh, (laughs) They say it's hard to live down a checkered past. A man with a criminal record often has a tough time going straight. And when he decides to shift over to what the world calls virtuous living, often they report, they just won't forget. They won't let me forget. So that's saying when someone's going from uh, a criminal past to the straight Mm -hmm. and narrow People don't let them forget that they're a piece of shit. This, like, this actually will tie into the comic this this week. We'll get to does. it. <laughs> but then he's saying, well, there's one story that we've never told. Yeah. It's the flip side of it. It's the story of what happened to a man who made the switch from the things of God to the things of the world. Mm-hmm. So going from virtuous to evil. Yes. Everything is evil. And the first verse... Has nothing to do with any of that. <laughs> well, we'll see. Let's see what he says here. Uh, it starts off with Jay. Well, it's all Jay. Being almost in a confession. Mm, confessional booth. Yeah. Father, Talking to Jesus. That's maybe. possible. Father, I confess for doing it. I had a brain, but life had to ruin it. It's 
Like, oh, fuck, I don't know. I can't even read this. It's so fucking bad. <laughs> uh, skipping ahead. When you put me in a cage full of animals, savages, killers, cold-blooded cannibals, yeah. I can't help but become what's around me. Tried to run, but they found me, surround me. So I'm picturing he's in jail mm. and he's becoming what is around him. Like, a product of his environment. Yeah, I, I got that. I just didn't. But, I, but why is he there? I just thought it was like society. Like everyone's so shitty in society, he can't. Mm. He can't help just become another piece of the shitty machine. Interesting. I thought it was specifically being in jail. He, yeah, it the mentions cage, the cage. But you're right. Maybe it is just life. Uh, tried to run, but they found me. Surround me. Then they choke you and provoke you. This is definitely Jay of that era. Like his cadence. Tried to smoke you. Provoke you. <laughs> Turn into a joke guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know where he's going with any of this. Look at you, a bigot till you're growing old. Look at you who? Look at the priest? Ooh, yeah. Or probably. Is he, or is he just talking, look at you like society in general? Maybe you, the listener. Maybe you, the listener. You are growing mold with a soul that's freezing cold. Yeah. So I confess, but even if I'm all wrong, I'll be down with a clown I'm dead, dead and, and gone. gone. I like that. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It goes it, nowhere. Like, it doesn't... It has the vibes of uh, Malenko, like, the theme. This is an early recording. I could see maybe they're like, oh, we could do better versions of this, like Hallelujah and... Uh, the Not Pass one. Me By? Not Pass Me no, By. The uh, one that you, on the other side. Yeah, I. No, the one where they, they ride the... Uh, in, oh. This isn't a great Malenko season. It's not. <laughs> but it's your favorite car, and so you should know it. I keep wanting to say Hocus Pocus, but the other big single, the first single, the video. Halls of Illusions. Halls of Illusions. That's, God damn it, that's what I'm trying to say. I was uh, I was thinking more, it's got a how many times yeah. vibe. But yeah, in general, just the Malenko vibe for sure with this, but maybe just didn't flesh out as much as those tracks, and that's why it's here in the pendulum. And then you have the chorus. Yeah. Yes, I confess. I like the chorus. You do? Yeah. I like when he goes, Chied. I like when he says it like that. I, Father, I tried, but I wasn't on my side. Yeah, I, I, could, I could mess around with that hook. That's good. Beat's right. good. Whew. All right. <laughs> Verse number two. Yeah. Jay confesses. This lady had a purse, so I took it. I took it home, opened it up, and shook it. I wrote down a bunch of things for this verse. <laughs> she had papers, comb, yeah. lipstick, and nail polish, credit cards, and about $27. He bought a fifth, drank it, and laid there. It seemed like he could see the purse everywhere. So let's go back a second. I feel like this is straight up Saturday afternoon. <laughs> Talking about like, robbing a woman. You just got me everything to you is just Saturday afternoon. <laughs> taking a, yeah, we said that already, yeah. didn't we? Um, I get a very Halloween, uh, Halloween on military vibe. From this, it's like, like him growing up instead of stealing and just bags, the cadence. candies. Maybe it's just the credit cards and the twenty-seven dollars yeah. line. It's very the same cadence for me. Now we're getting to a point where I don't understand what he's talking about. Is, this, is he saying that he stole the purse and now it's haunting him? So he stole it, right? Yeah. He bought a fifth. He drank it and he's lying there. It seemed like I could see the purse everywhere. Mm -hmm. On the light post by the mailbox, I tried to run from it. I ran a couple blocks. So we're going back to the uh, the intro of a man who 
living the straight and narrow and goes off the path. So it's like, it's not that big of a crime. He's stealing a purse. Didn't like kill anyone or everybody. It's like a yeah, haunted. He's seeing the purse everywhere because he's like, oh, this isn't who I am. I'm not here to steal old lady purses. So it's haunting a normal, you know, person who's driving him crazy, making him probably even more of a dark individual. That's what I'm taking. All right. <laughs> I picture him like being drunk or high, and it's like it's it's, floating purse. Yeah, and he's like, it's haunting him. <laughs> Because uh, there it was on the sidewalk waiting for me. It tried to lure me to it. I had to fucking do it. I picked it up and stuck my fucking hand in it. It was full of rats. <laughs> and I fucking bit it off. I wrote bad grammar, but I don't know why. <laughs> I think it's because I picked it up and stuck my fucking hand in it. It, it was full of rats and they fucking bit it off. Yeah. Lots of it's. it's. <laughs> Pronouns, pal. Yeah, not very descriptive. No. Father, I confess I'm a criminal. But my world's too subliminal around me. Look at them, all the wicked masses. That's why I'm down with the clown till I'm ashes. Yeah, he goes out good. The little down with the clown vibes are fun. <laughs> Until the end of the song. <laughs> That's it. We have a minute and 32 seconds yeah. of chorus, bridge, and then outro slash chorus, which is just the same. Shit. Yes, I confess. That's the best part of it, is the hook. That's why I guess you got that going out there. Kind of... Ah. Mm, 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 a little beat. Mm, mm, Note mm, to mm. everyone, Chris's eyes are closed and he's <laughs> going back and forth with us. I I don't know. That's it. Yeah. It's not like he has three verses where there's different confessions of different sins, different whatever. Mm -hmm. so that's it. It feels very raw and unfleshed out. I mean, yeah, if you're going to go by that, then yes, this is definitely a song that did not get finished yeah. and hit the cutting room floor for... I think the idea is there. The idea, I could see it being a cool track. And like I said, the beat and hook are there. Just, yeah, I think he gave up on it and just left it as... It's too... as the fact that they can't remember a thing about it, probably didn't think too much of it when he was writing it. It's two verses, the one set it up, and the other one was like one stab at it, yeah. and that was it. Right. Maybe if there were two more verses like that, where he did something, and it like... Got worse. Haunted him, or he got yeah. like mm, mm, guilty by it, mm -hmm. or whatever. But yeah. Yeah, if his crimes grew as he got darker and down the path, then it ends with him killing the priest in the confessional. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you said it, man. Jesus. <laughs> So let's just skip ahead. This yeah. song sucks. It's, it's not good. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just, yeah, it's there. No, it's not, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know this is our gimmick and we wait till the end, but fuck, this is the worst song of the pendulum so far, right? Oh, yeah. Hands down. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well right. I don't know. Do you, do you put a, any of the writer's tracks below this? I know you weren't that hot on oh, those. Oh, yikes. I like, I really like two of them. That last one was bad. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, so... But it has some fun pop culture references and some, like, fun J things where... Yeah. Yeah, this doesn't really have much of anything. Like, it has the down with the clown in there, like, bits and pieces of, like, okay, I, they're trying to wedge that in there to make it fit there. Yeah, I, the only thing we can say, like you said, and like I repeated, and <laughs> I will repeat again, this has to be just a step up from a demo track. Like, it was just, it was a one-shot try, mm -hmm. and they never got back to it. So, in that case, it's incomplete. Mm -hmm. But as it stands... It's cool to hear, like, if it only came out on that Malenko box set, 
okay, that's cool. Here's a track that, because all their anniversary sets are a little bonus. Like, they don't have a ton of extras. Like, it'd be cool to hear, oh, here's like 10 tracks that we started recording or maybe recorded. And that context is cool, but like, not when as we a, bought Forgotten yeah. Fresh 3, I would skip it all the time. If you want to like, listen to that CD, I'm like, oh no, just was a random, like, didn't do anything for me. You're waiting for this pendulum to come out, and this is your song <laughs> for the next two months. Right. And that, in that context, terrible track. In the context of, oh, I get to hear a cool B-side that was never released from Malenko. Okay, that's fun. But Malai, if you're out there and you like this song, so be it. Yeah. It's just not for me. I like the hook. Some things are for other people. <laughs> You know what's for some people? What? Hollywood Undead. <laughs> they suck. They were terrible. Even Boy Kelly was like, that band's bad. <laughs> Reggie just kept looking at me and being like, this is not good. I'm like, I know. This is not. Um, going back to yeah. Reggie. You know Reggie. You've I been know. to a show yeah. with Reggie, right? Right. Sure. Everyone here can appreciate this. He was standing next to and behind us. Christmas leaned down and said, he is singing every fucking word better than Tech Nine. Better than Tech and I'm Nine. Like, I know, and I can hear it, and so can everyone else. He's so loud. But yeah, he hit every fucking word. That's fantastic. It's just funny that other people picked up on that. <laughs> oh, Reggie. Good friend of the show, Reginald James. So good that he wants to be on the episode, and he said, Why am I on? I said, I'm going to talk to Pete and get you on. Well,. This would have been the one. <laughs> this would have been the one. Sorry, pal. Mm-hmm. No guests this season. <laughs> Although we may have an in-studio person in a week or two. Oh, yeah? If you want to... That depends on when. No, probably not the day that they're here. We'll be busy. You'll be busy. You'll be drunk. <laughs> the real I'll are. be drunk. Oh, um, is that who's coming to town during Penn State? Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. We could Let's record it after the Penn State game. We could if you wanted to. <laughs> Be a disaster. You, yeah. We can give you a little bit of breathing room and come back. <laughs> uh, according to setlist.fm, the song has never been played live. That's a shock. Could you imagine? <laughs> oh, fuck. I already put my shit away. No, we didn't talk about Bonus track? Or no, yeah. alternate version. Uh, alternate version in Forgotten Freshness Volume 6, which came out in 2019, right? Yeah. In the book for Forgotten Freshness Volume 6, it says... Talk about rare. This is in the words of Violent J. Mm-hmm. Did you see the video of him opening the box of the orange cream cycle? Right. <laughs> I did see that. All right. <laughs> Talk about rare. All right. I don't think I ever knew this version even existed until Straight Jacket uncovered this buried treasure. Where did Straight Jacket stumble on it? If it was a Mike Clark old demo. Good question. Probably just a <laughs> box of bullshit. Yeah. This freshness originally. <laughs> this freshness, sorry, that popped me. <laughs> this freshness originally appeared on the Pendulum album, but that version wasn't this version. This version has never even been heard until right now, and it has a couple lines toward the end by Shaggy to Dope. The funny thing is, I don't remember making this version, <laughs> and neither does Shaggy. We both don't have any idea what this even is, <laughs> what this is even doing existing. So crazy. <laughs> Every sentence ends with an exclamation point. That seems about right. Lyrics written and performed by ICP, music produced, programmed, and played by Mike E. Clark. So, that's a, there's a third verse here, yeah. which gets wedged after the bridge. 
Do you have it in front of you? I do. Okay. Uh, it's split between Jay and Shaggy. Starts with Shaggy. I know you'd love Southwest Down. <laughs> yeah, okay. Now we're picking up the pace. Okay, we're going somewhere now. Clown love with a street gang. Whoop, whoop. I'm and down I'm, with all that. And I'm going to represent this till my brains hang. Yeah. Father, I confess, I'm the first to admit it, but if you burn my city down, I'm going out with it. Does not make any sense to the previous. No. The theme or what Jay was talking about. But... Best part of the song so far. So far. Because <laughs> it's just fun, shaggy street gang talk. No, Jay's is actually interesting, but again, doesn't really go towards what the gimmick is. My mother is a park. My father is a street sign. I thought you said my mother's a park bench. My father's a street sign because, yeah, just like inanimate objects. It makes sense. Uh, well, we'll talk about that. And they brought me up fine. I respect mine. I take that as. He grew up on the streets. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have a family. Like that makes his, sense. He's born of the park and the street sign. Like yeah. It's literally like his neighborhood. But it could be the park bench, too. Yeah, well, he's living on the park bench. Yeah, street signs, what are you seeing? Makes sense. I've become what's all around me. I confess I'm down with the clown for life. So short and, like, just random. Yeah. Both like, of those parts. Yeah, like, they, they're just... Uh, stuck together like the, there was a half or a third of each of yeah. them also the confessions were more of not crimes but just of being down with a clown <laughs> I confess I'm down with a clown maybe yeah. they just go you know what let's just make a song called down with a clown because <laughs> it's fucking way better <laughs> that actually is probably the most accurate thing possible so yeah that third verse could be the best but it has nothing to do with anything no. else and it's, it has like a lot of sound like going on over it in the background. Like yeah, that, it's real. That makes it real weird. I didn't notice if it's different on that one than the regular one, but when the hook kicks in, mm-hmm. it's very guitar heavy. Yeah. Very fucking Malenko. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, that's where it starts for sure feeling like it. The baby of the seeds of Malenko getting planted in that track. Malenko had seeds? <laughs> the seeds of Malenko. I thought it was the... He has a little bird. They should make a little EP for the bird. I thought Yum Yum had the seeds. <laughs> those are all right. You can make one good album out of those, I bet. And the one before it. And Yum Yum. I love Yum. I love Yum Yum. <laughs> That's another season for another day. <laughs> this isn't a second deck season. This isn't a second deck fan base. <laughs> I love the second deck. I don't know what you're talking about. We'll cover the second deck once the third deck starts coming out. There's only five in that one, so it'll be quick. It'll be quiet. <laughs> I was about to think, do I like more c- CDs in the second deck than I do in the first? Get out of here. It's close. It's closer than you think. <laughs> All right. Found and Yum Yum up there. Fred Fury's up there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's move along. <laughs> it's Bang Pow Boom or nothing. I think those first two don't age as well as... Mm. <laughs> what? I think I, I think I've liked the newer ones more than the first two lately. 
I can see Murder Death Pop, but Bang Pop Boom is so good. You're saying that it didn't age? There's some tracks I'm like, yeah, this doesn't sound good anymore. Like what? The Dog the Bounty Hunter song. Yeah, that wasn't good back then. <laughs> Vera Lee? Vera Lee's, yeah. Fonz Pond? Fonz Pond's, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I fucked the cop? <laughs> Fuck the cop. You're not making a case for me to win this back over. <laughs> that was on one of the. That was on foul. You know right? what I'm going to do? I'm going to listen to the second deck this week or something and nice. rate them. <laughs> now we're talking. All right. Be on the lookout for that. But... For now, unfortunately, we have to talk about the comic book. So this is where Chris takes over because I admittedly can't follow. You gotta steer the ship, though. But you know what I will do. Oh my god! I did notice. Oh man, that their intro is almost as bad as yours. (laughs) It goes back so far. The funny thing is, I read theirs and I go, "Oh, this is good. It helps jog my memory." Because it went back like four issues. (laughs) So. Uh, Where we last uh, left off with the, you know, did you see they called them the Insane Clowns on the their version? Oh. Check it out. The Insane Clown, Shaggy Valentine, but not the Insane Clown Posse, because no, they've never been called that in this. Notice that it's clowns with an S, and then lower in it, it's clowns with a Z. Oh, nice catch. Twisted with a Z, at least. Yeah, and but with an E. <laughs> twisted there because, previous episodes, Twisted Battle ICP. Distress Squad battle ICP. Kilgore is not battle ICP yet, but his demons have. Let, and let, me, let me know when you're done. I'm just looking on my phone. And the battle raged from Southwest Delray, Detroit, all the way That's to Wichita, Kansas, where they ran into a bunch of neo Nazis, destroyed them, right killed here. them, and as they killed the neo Nazis, the Dark Carnival arrived, set up shop without a soul in sight it's set up on its own ICP and oh sorry the Wicked Clowns and their good friend Jesus aka Jesus those three were fresh out of jail (laughs) (laughs) Jesus aka Jesus they fresh out of jail joined the Dark Carnival destroyed the Wicked and the Damned and as that happens Twisted Street Squad all chase after them but not just those two. A new man shows up, Jackson. Jack Jacked Sin, as we call him. He's jacked to the gills. He's a huge demon. Big old boy. Takes him to the <laughs> Big old hoss of the round. <laughs> takes him down to the nether void. And all of a sudden, ICP doesn't want to team up with them. They leave. Twisted though says, You know what, Jackson? You could help us. You could keep us here on this real plane of existence. We'll help you. We'll help you take down Kilgore. So all these diverging parts, lots of ins and out, lots of pieces going. They're all on their way to Kansas, right? No, they're on their way to Arizona to destroy Kilgore. And that's where we are. The Stress Squad, ICP, Twisted, Jackson, all on their way to Arizona to find out what Kilgore has been up to. Wow. <laughs> that was very good. good Thank job. you. Appreciate it. You didn't even read any notes. He was staring right at the camera doing that. <laughs> and now we're at shards. Of the looking glass. Of the looking glass. With a little demon face. Yeah. I like the little demon faces they sprinkle in. There's another one, I think, at the end of this. All right, I have no idea what the fuck is going on already. <laughs> so, uh, we see is this Kilgore? a sniper. It is. It'll get. It'll reveal it to be Kilgore. Okay. It's his inner monologue. Discussing about the the sinful and disgusting people of the world, 
and he's uh he's there feeling good shooting him. You remember we we were on our TPI road trip and there was that sniper that was in that area. Was that the TPI road trip? I thought that was way after. I thought it was TPI because I thought it was when we were listening to Bang Pow Boom. But we were on a road trip when there was that sniper who was like, we passed right through like the three exits. He was like shooting at cars. There may have been different ones because there was one later on. Because that, that would have been 09. Yeah. There was a later one when I was doing that drive more often. So maybe there was more. <laughs> I just remember we were both in it and I was putting on the passenger seat when there was three exits. That's great. <laughs> That's what this jogged my memory of when I see Kilgore here. Uh, sure, was a DC sniper? No, that was a long time ago. It wasn't that long ago. That was like 90s. No. Early 2000s. Go on. Well, tell, tell we didn't have a sniper. We just had a guy, like in those three exits before you got out of Michigan, it was like shooting at cars in that area. It wasn't that. F- so now we're talking different ones because that the other one was closer to Battle Creek. Okay. That I was thinking. But yeah, maybe there was one over there. DC snipers were in 02. Let's do a, a good podcast on that. All right. Yeah. Maybe we should make a good podcast about this. <laughs> okay. Here we are. Kilgore. A couple pages of him. Just blowing people's brains out on the freeway. Lots of um, stuff on the overpass. Oh, yeah. We have ICP. We have Someone Was Here. We have Jessica Something Rules. Oh, I'm glad you made me flip back to this. Did you notice the semi truck? DuPont, DuPont, Jeff Gordon, twenty four. They this is like the third Jeff Gordon reference in That's this funny. comic. Someone must really like him who draws this. Yeah, lots of uh, nonsense in there. There's a jump steady one, uh, buried below the blam from his gunshot. There's a the side of the truck is something asylum. Yeah. So yeah, lots of little iron asylum. Is lots that little nonsense. Is that Mike Pierce's uh, Adam Pierce's wrestling school? Wow, you're all over the place. <laughs> uh, anyways. All right, so yeah, you have Kilgore here just talking about the wicked ways of whatever and just fucking shooting people. Look at his hair. He's got the shittiest haircut. It looks like uh, Al Davis's son's haircut, the owner of the Raiders. <laughs> looks like a plastic doll. <laughs> Hitler-ass haircut, motherfucker. <laughs> Hitler-ass haircut. Look at him hugging the gun. He's so pleased with his murder. Just killing people left and right. Is this all at the same time? Is he sniping them all at once? I think so, yeah, because they start slamming into each other. You got a couple cop or a couple cars crashing together. You got the semi back there. Thoosh. Chung. Blam, blam, blam. And then one person gets out of their car and he lets them survive. Yeah, I don't know why. Cause I, was, I was looking at him. He goes, interesting. I like this one. And I'm like, he's just an old man. Like, there's nothing... I wonder, you may live, old man. I wonder why he liked that guy. It is the weak that I despise, so he looks strong for yeah, some reason. maybe. He looks like fucking Count Chocula. <laughs> he does. Then he decides to light his arm up. He's got magical powers and uh, starts melting everyone's steering wheels. He said, shooting them's not enough. We melt their wheels. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that. That's funny. <laughs> they all crash, and then he walks away looking real weird and happy. Looks like fucking Mr. Spock. <laughs> He does. Then he turns into Alfred E. Newman. Yeah, a little boy with a Jews God shirt. These are like the worst fucking six pages ever. <laughs> it's just a little, you know, just a little extra to show you how shitty of a demon that Kilgore is. 
He's just out there causing havoc. I I can see if this is a TV show, though, being the opening, you know, cold open to the show. And then you come back from the the credits. Yeah, Mr. Gray here, the gas station, looking like De Niro. He's waiting for Pesci to show up in casino and meet him in the desert. Don't you ever fucking go over my head again, I tell you. (laughs) Look at Jay's face. (laughs) Look at Shaggy's face. It's exactly like. De Niro, because they squeal the tires and kick all the dirt up into Mr. Green's face. Where the fuck you get off talking to people about me behind my back going over my head? What people? What people would you think I wasn't going to find out? I don't even know what you're talking about, Nick. No? You said I'm bringing heat on you? I got to listen to people because of your fucking shit? You're ordering me out? You better get your own fucking army, pal. So this is where I, like, start losing. Not that I didn't already lose it. Yeah. Is that supposed to say diner behind them? Behind him? Yeah. Oh, is that an... Ooh. Went to uh, Senate Coney Island today. <laughs> Did you? Yes. Great breakfast. And just diner. Reminded me of that. <laughs> We're talking about food. So if someone's telling... Oh, so are we insinuating that he left them that note to meet him, mm-hmm. but it's a trap? That's what I... I th- yeah, I thought it was going to be at the end of that last episode. I forgot that in my roundup. Because someone's saying, we have a clear shot. And yeah. And saying, hold your fire. Right. So then ICP pulls up. God, so many pages of nothing. <laughs> Greetings, gentlemen. We've never been properly introduced. I'm Mr. Gray, leader of the stress team. <laughs> Creepy-ass little demon on the yeah. left side there. Jay makes a gay slur at him. Well, I mean, he doesn't make it. Not a slur. He just <laughs> makes... Oh, well, he just... Mr. Told- gay, the beer of cream. Yeah, well, <laughs> yes. Shaggy's makeup looking weird there. Not exactly his makeup. Jay looks like he's biting. Yeah, what's with a double? <laughs> Jay biting his lip seductively. <laughs> Maybe he likes the beater of cream. <laughs> it looks like he does. <laughs> Mr. Th- Green, what? You think you're all cool with blue blocker glasses? <laughs> yeah, Mr. Green standing there, all rigged up with. Uh, yeah, he feels he has explosives, and if they step any closer, they're all blown up. Jay, no, Shaggy wisecracking. So, you think you're the bomb now or something? Look at their faces there, too. <laughs> they're built like their normal selves now, though. They're not as jacked as they were in those first couple issues. Lo- <laughs> Go back. <laughs> yeah. They're not wearing Hatchet Man jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that fucking Hatchet Man. Not just the one with Jay's bad face, but the one above that. <laughs> it Maybe it's just their homage to the original Hatchet Man. From the original Wicked Clowns comic. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Hey, Shag, or Jay's face looks good at the bottom, though, where he says, attack, Shags, get him. That looks pretty good. Mr. Green, oh, a little nervous, about to hit the button. Sniper about to shoot him. <laughs> then we get Jay looking real. <laughs> looks like me when Michigan beats Penn State. <laughs> <laughs> that face could be the best one that we've shown so far. Uh so, yeah, Jay's just playing. He's not going to attack someone that's yeah. got a bomb strapped to him. What if what if uh, Mr. Green just blew them all up there? That's how the comic ended. That's it. I wish. <laughs> you two look death straight in the eye and laugh, which means you're totally insane or among the most proficient of soldiers. And then he asks for a truce. <laughs> Shaggy says, a truce with you guys? You guys are bloodthirsty, totally reckless killers. And Mr. Gray says, so are you. Shaggy says, oh yeah, I forgot about that. (laughs) Scratching his head. That's a fun little part. 
Mr. Gray talking a long time here. <laughs> He's just asking them who they are. It's kind of funny, though. <laughs> he goes, uh, we have no malice towards you. We're just contracted to kill you. <laughs> and as soldiers, we're only doing our job. That is to say, we make our living through death. You guys get paid to run around and kill people? Cool, says Shaggy. Or cool. Says Jay. But yeah, I like when he... Uh, where does he say it here? Oh, here you go. Information, who is Kilnor? Does he possess powers? Who are you and why do you have your special abilities? That's yeah. as simple as I can put it. Answer these questions and you can live. Like, why does he give a shit if... If he's not there to kill Kilgore, why does he just need to know? He's a nosy motherfucker. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, there's a big news brief on my phone that I pulled up. Donald Trump reportedly pulled out a piece of paper from a suit jacket in court, <laughs> claiming it would clear him of all wrongdoings. <laughs> <laughs> a little note. It's just, yeah, like a little get out of jail free card. <laughs> Slides it up. That This is it. Uh, this just popped up on my phone, and I'm like, oh, that's got to be funny. i got to look at that. <laughs> So why do you have a little boy in your car throwing <laughs> flames at us? Huh? What's up with these powers you guys got? And then Shaggy, for some reason, oh, got God. a glowing halo. And he says, you might want to take a seat, Chief, for this one. And we could just briefly say I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> they spend an entire page here, paragraph to paragraph, running down what is the Dark Carnival, who they are in it. Really... Hardcore religious iconography tied into Dark Carnival when, lore. When did they go from fucking gay bashing to, <laughs> I should say gay bashing, jokes, Yeah. to like this eloquent fucking speech about the history of the Dark Carnival? Yeah. Reading it, it's really like, I'm guessing it's Jump City since he wrote, I was like, about to say, wrote the outlines of the story, you know, the chaos writer cleaned up, but like, took like a evangelical, like, doomsday chasers and just tied it into like car- carnival lore because that's really what these like five panels you have here and the, the big description is but let's take a minute to look at their descript- dis- uh, depiction of heaven there with the giant fago bottles exploding in the background and is like, that what that's supposed to be yeah. is heaven yeah and you got strippers and juggalos for some reason one of them's raking that's great <laughs> and the rest are just hanging out with like strippers I like that the one above it is like wagons yeah and then, yeah, that's heaven. And then you have the Jekyll brothers throwing fireballs like they're fucking in Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah, you have all the the entities of the Dark Carnival. Who Look at Malenko's body. <laughs> and Malenko on the left? Yeah. That's great. The riddle box looking real weird. Just popping a box. Out. Well, you see his little head coming out of it looking crazy? I think we should get all those tattoos. <laughs> Let's do it. And then you have picture of jay and shaggy trying to kill paul Heyman. <laughs> it says the dark carnival only come when there's no hope left for man when too many souls are heading into the underworld and a few are ascending into shangri-la the world is near the state it is our job as the last and brutal effort to turn this around so when the world's reaching its you know peak the not peak the end times that's when the dark carnival arrives to purge okay we gotta start unholy. we gotta start skipping shit here <laughs> the next panel of that the picture of the five of the faces is so fucking good <laughs> i love that the real box is just a box <laughs> just floating in the air oh those are all so bad is that mr gray on his knees like wondering what's happening it's gotta be <laughs> and then the next panel why are Jay and Shaggy, like, face-to-face, <laughs> yeah. holding each other's arms and hands like they're about to make out? <laughs> they're, they're, 
they're feeling it. They're in church right now, speaking the gospel. <laughs> they're pray, praying together. And then, speaking of jacked, here's a jacked Jesus, Jesus coming out of the, the car. And now he's saying that he agrees with everything they're saying. And that... He's like the St. Saint, Saint Peter of the Dark Carnival, then. He's the first... First prophet, uh, not prophet, believer. Yeah. Kinda. So he'll, he'll, be, he'll build the church of the Dark Carnival when the Wicked Clowns are gone. He is looking different than he did before. To, everyone yeah. looks different. Like they got a different fucking artist halfway through every <laughs> episode. And um, then he puts his hands on Mr. Gray and lets him see his wicked ways. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. I yeah. gotcha. Mr. Gray is visualizing the... It looks like the high-rise they blew up. And I think he's kind of showing that not only did you you know, try to kill ICP to blow up the high-rise, you killed this innocent family. This little girl lost her parents, and now she's in a mental asylum. And Mr. Gray drops to his knees, takes his blue blocker glasses off, and he says, for the first time, I truly can see. This is straight up like we're in a church, and he's place his hands and he, yeah the holy dark carnival spirit entered mr gray and he's he's saved jesus <laughs> speaking of there's jesus shaking shaggy's hand on the next page good to see you again brother the lord has yet worked i think that's jay oh yeah you're right blonde hair blue eyes look at shaggy's face in the next panel <laughs> <laughs> he is flabbergasted by something <laughs> all right i'm taking a picture of that while you keep talking <laughs> Uh, so they jump in the car. This has become a reoccurring theme when they leave somewhere. Oh, I thought it was uh, us taking pictures <laughs> of our bad faces. Yeah, that definitely is. But every time they get in a car and they head on to the next city, they usually decide they need to find some women, which is kind of funny. So it's, I mean, that's what they got to do. Yeah, so Shaggy's cactus needs some Ned, and he says, and he knows a couple of titty dancers who, with hella pickle bussing skills. So they hit bussin the road. skills? <laughs> that's not, what it says, I know, not um, buffing. <laughs> yeah. I would assume. They hit the road. Want. There's a McDonald's, which that seems pretty risque to show. They got the golden arches they passed. Uh, is it risque that they spelled Phoenix wrong? <laughs> Fio- Phoenix? <laughs> yeah, that is interesting that they use the McDonald's golden arches. So, yeah, they're driving, looking for a hotel. And by the way, down here, again. Shaggy's face. Below that, we have a billboard, Jeff Gordon 24. <laughs> well, that's funny. <laughs> like, what is with Jeff Gordon in this comic? I was looking at the Chaos Comics billboard. Oh, yeah. So they see a man slapping around his woman, and uh, they pull up, hit him with the brights, and he gives him the finger and says, We're just, mind your own business, assholes. And then they fucking... Mind your own... Uh, well, what else? He says, um, uh, fucking shithead, I'll beat the shit out of you too. Yeah, beat the shit out of you too is great. <laughs> Insinuating that obviously he beat the shit out of his girlfriend. Yeah, so he hit. they hit the... They hit the gas. She locks the doors and leaves him outside. And got a nice smirk on his face as they ram him with their car and crack his skull on a fire hydrant. And that triggers something inside of Kilgore. And he says, they are here. He senses them. They are here. <laughs> he senses them. <laughs> so he, he's walking the dark streets of Arizona. Is this Arizona? It looks real weird, doesn't it? Phoenix. I mean, it looks more like Halloween on Military Street where he's walking, I think. It looks like, um, like a Wild West. <laughs> yeah. So he spots a, uh, looks like a house. We've come to find out it's like a gang hideout, and he morphs into a Latin king of sorts, who's rocking his of sorts, <laughs> who's rocking his bedlam red rum t-shirt. <laughs> so he walks up, and they ask him, "Hey, Vato, what's going on?" And uh, 
He just walks right past them, walks into the door of the leader, and they're like, what's up with him? Trying to figure out what's going on. Stan was here. Nakia Fuller? Straight shooter? Lots of lots of weird shit in here. Nasty ass, it says in one. Chaos 2001. And as he walks in the room, this guy, Michael Myers, down there says, hey, Jeff, you got the shit? You see this guy? Looks like, just like Michael Myers. Yeah, that is funny. He does look <laughs> exactly like Michael Myers. Uh, he passes him, opens another door, and he finds the the gang leader with uh, his woman. And he says, what the fuck do you want? Goes to grab his gun. Kilgore gives him the mandible claw, it looks like. Yeah, and right in the fucking lips. <laughs> cuts his throat. And by the way, we've seen her. She's flipping the page here. She was in a few pages back. We got Squeaky. Remember her from a few episodes back? That's her? Yeah. yeah, making an appearance just as a little you know filler in between to flip the pages. She says, Tiki. She finds it funny. Yeah, I, this lost me. <laughs> so Kilgore kills the leader of the gang and takes his body, starts having sex with his woman, and she's like, oh, there's something wet in the bed. What's going on? And it's What? Her. Yeah, she goes, Poppy, something's wet on the bed. Okay, so mine ends. That's why I was wondering. Oh, you're missing I, something? Here? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to have to look over your shoulder and see what the fuck you're talking <laughs> so, about. So, yeah, as he takes over the body of the gang leader... He's looking very creepy down there with the blood oh, dripping God. out of his mouth. Yeah. So I imagine he murders her there. And uh, the gang members are outside saying, what the hell's going on? And he says, hey, Chavo, if I had that, I would, <laughs> I'd be turning it out the same way. Jesus, he's fucking jacked, yeah. boy. <laughs> he comes out, tatted up Kilgore. Let's see, behind him there's some uh, tags, too, which don't make any sense. Uh, Mike Franco Meckless? Gen X tattoos. That was from the very first issue. Remember, there was a billboard for Gen X tattoos. Yeah, there was some tattoos. Cleveland shop. Aerial Code. Yeah. <laughs> so he comes out and he gathers up the gang members. Yeah, that page. They hit the low rider. He tells them that someone's messing with their hood. And they say nobody messes with our hood. Stupid motherfuckers. Let's see how they like the taste of this. And there in the low rider, Kilgore has them all convinced to go kill the insane clowns of Jesus. That's. I guess a better ending than where mine ended. But <laughs> so he shapeshifts into someone to shapeshift into someone else yes. to take over this Latin gang. Yes. And they're on their way to take out the clowns who've just arrived in, in Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona. Not a lot of ICP in this comic. No, well, this no. is this is more Kilgore heavy, I'd say. Yeah, it starts and finishes with Kilgore. Got a little bit of, yeah, them meeting up with the stress squad. Well, basically, Mr. Gray. So. That's Shards of the Looking Glass. How do you feel about where this is going? Uh, I'm enjoying the faces the ICP are making. Oh, there's a lot of good ones here. <laughs> uh, I enjoy the really bad Joker card deals here. Yeah. With the little fucking demons with the butt tails. <laughs> we haven't had any demons show up in a while. They've, no, been, just they've been out of action. Just in the little background. Yeah. God, I want these tattoos so bad. <laughs> Where'd you put them? Put them across your forearm. Oh, I was just saying, just across my chest. <laughs> it's like, you spread out like this, and then just all, all the way across, like, bicep to bicep, but like straight out. <laughs> we, should, we should have to get a tattoo out of the Pendulum comic. We should get... <laughs> Do you get to pick which one you what you want? We have to pick each other's. That's, oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> I'd make the. I'd give you the Jay and Shaggy about to make out. <laughs> I'd give you Jackson. Jackson. 
That is Shards Looking Glass. That's where we are. They're all converging into Arizona. A little slow, but I think business is about to pick up. You think so? I, I don't know. So. Did you read the next one? Because I don't think it does. <laughs> well, before we get to the next one. Yeah, I was about to say. Fuck. Now the news. Jump Steady. We don't have Sirius Darius anymore. Oh, no. He got fired. Jump Steady here in the newsletter. And this one, not much news. This is kind of interesting, though. Um, he runs down the comic book and the process of how they make the comic. So he does mention that if you go to InsaneClownPosse.com, you can write him directly on all your thoughts, the good and the bad. He goes, almost every email, though, has been given mad props in the comic, and only a few were hating on things. The main thing that Juggalo suggested to improve the story was more violence, more hot girls, and even more violence. <laughs> so this is, he says, this is why it's getting more violent, and there's a lot more naked women, because that's what the Juggalos want. There was a lot of nudity in this one. Or <laughs> yeah. the, um, not real nudity, but, but yeah, like yeah, over-exaggerated women in it. Get, be on the lookout for more blood, more women. That's what the Juggalos want. Um, so he says this: the way the comic is written, Jump Steady, story writer, comes up with the idea. On average, I have about three comics written ahead of time that he has, and he passes them along. Well, this is no, Violent J said that he wanted the comics to have a totally different feel than what he creates, so he gets total control. So he takes their little bit, and he comes up with people like Kilgore and uh, the Street Squad and all that. So that was all Jump Steady, adding that little flavor. And then he passes it off to Jesse McCann, the writer. So this guy cleans it all up. He adds his own creativity, usually brilliant, to enhance the story. Like in issue three where Jay pulls out the guard's intestines and forms him in a little poodle, which was fun. That was a good time. Which was fun, good time. <laughs> I said, or in this issue. Oh the, my God, are we reading this With the background thing? imagery we see as Jay is explaining the Dark Crown of Mr. Gray, just to name a few. So he adds some of the flavor to that. That gets passed on. Old Jerry Beck, the illustrator. Oh, Jerry. Is that your real name, Jerry? (laughs) That is your name. Jerry Beck, great writer. (laughs) Great illustrator. He draws up everything. And then from there, he hands off to Sandu Flora. Flora, I believe I say it. He's the inker. This deadly assassin, an ink artist, could just touch you. In the next few minutes, you would be rushed to the nearest hospital due to a serious case of ink poisoning. That's how deadly his inking skills are. Are you a tracer or a <laughs> illustrator? Yeah. Does that mean you ink it? Well, it means that Holden draws the pictures in pencil, and then he gives it to me to go over and ink. Next. So basically, you just trace. It's, uh, it's not tracing, all right? I had depth and shading to give the image more definition. Only then does the drawing truly take shape. No, 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 no. You go over what he draws with a pen, all right? That's tracing. Not really. From there, next, our inker will hand it off to the color graphic, where they add devastating colors and computer graphics to make the art pop off the pages. So it's all colored on the old magic box, not by hand. From there, oh my god, you realize I slept for like four hours and I drove an insane amount today. Can you please speed this fucking up? From there, they hand it off to the man he's never met, Oscar Gangor. <laughs> he does the lettering. Uh, Oscar Kilgore? <laughs> Without him, you cannot be reading the dialogue, so mad props for his work, too. And after that, it's handed off to Chaos Comics, where it's packaged, put together, and handed off. And then, just a little bit of news, the DVD Big Money Hustlers out in stores, which comes with oh. full commentary, Violent J, Alex, and Rude Boy. That's fun. And then JCW Volume 1 and 2 are coming out on DVD soon. So, <laughs> this is kind of funny, because they say... 
Yes, as we further accept the fact that VHS tapes are going out of style at Gate Tracks. <laughs> then they mentioned the Bizarre Bizarre Tour. If you haven't seen that, better get on it. And then ICPS big plans to hit Australia and Europe. By the time you're reading this newsletter, Twisted Shelf's be on tour with Cottonmouth Kings. So That's fun. That's all I've been in the gathering. 2001 is right around the corner. So that's the news. Also in the news, The Rocks comic is coming out on Chaos Comics. I can see you... Uh screen capturing that and putting it somewhere <laughs> well that was a lot you did a lot of work this this week oh thanks <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't handle it you ought to pick up the slack so you're feeling good about the feeling good feeling great how about you your chest is all puffed out <laughs> not like Jackson's but yeah that was fun does Jackson come back I think I feel like he just said ah never mind <laughs> yeah, fuck it yeah <laughs> I imagine him and Twisted will probably make an appearance down the line here. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Well, we can follow them to the end. Yeah. And you, the listener, can follow us on all social medias. Oh, nice, nice segue. <laughs> I try to wedge it in there somehow. Facebook, X, Instagram, TikTok, and Threads. You can find us everywhere at Juggalo RWD. Sands for Rewind. In case you didn't know. Nice. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. It truly does help. I know not all of you have done it, so yeah. get out get there, hit the review, hit the rating, whether on Spotify or Apple, and then uh, subscribe so that it, this hits you on every Thursday morning so you don't have to find it. We will find you. Sharing with friends also helps on all social medias mm. or write it on a piece of paper. Give it to someone. Just like that. Maybe that's what Donald Trump was doing in the courtroom. He probably was. Telling the judge, hey, Juggler Rewind's doing the pendulum this week. So, speaking of, we, at uh, uh, Fright Fest, yeah. we were next to someone and they said, oh, well, like, what's all your shirts? And we're like, oh, we're, you know, podcast, whatever. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I just started listening to one. It goes like season by, um, CD by CD. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's... I think he's listening to ICP with Wee. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we know those guys. Like, we're something different. So he took our little pin pack. Yeah. Which, if you find us, you'll get a little goodie bag. Yeah, still a few of those leftover Halloween goodies laying around. And uh, so, yeah, we found a fan, a new fan. That's what you have to do. That's right. Find someone out there, express your love for us, and tell them <laughs> to join the party. And where can they find us? Anywhere. Anywhere. Anywhere that there's podcasts. Apple, Spotify, Google, Podbean, even YouTube. Even. We're almost caught up. That's okay. That's all good. Now Just, that flag season's over, I don't have to edit 600 photos. Good to go. <laughs> plenty of time. You just have to search Juggalo RWD on any of those, and you will find us in your ear holes and buttholes. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, two ways you can contact us with your questions, comments, concerns, or any kind of story that you want to pass along to us and the listener that's calling us or leaving us a text at 810-666-1570, or you can email us at juggalorwd at, at. <laughs> gmail.com. We try to answer those throughout the year or you know, in between random boys here. Or we'll put it at the end of the season. I was putting this up, but I think the feed cut out again anyways. Oh, that's good. (laughs) 
uh, website, juggalorewind.com. And don't forget to follow all the other podcasts in the other in the, in the underground podcast community. Someone said that that stands for something different. I was listening to... Um, I think the Juggalo Judgments. Uh, yeah. Zooligans. And they like he said it was something else. And I'm like, oh, that's not what I say. But regardless. Yeah. Or irregardless. ICP with the Wii or Twisted with us. Juggalo Judgment and the Underground Table, which you call the Underground Round Table. Yeah. I've seen you say that. Uh, check all those boys and gals out. And yeah. Check them out. Check us out. Past, present, and future. Check that jacked up Jackson out. Jackson. You have anything else to add to this wonderful episode? No. Beat Penn State. That's all that matters. <laughs> I have a confession. The song is terrible. And this comic is not much better. <laughs> I'm uh, hoping hoping for the best. Assuming en- the worst. Enjoying what's here. <laughs> That's the spirit. Well, that's Confessions yeah. and Shards of the Looking Glass. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what they called your car Hollow Wicked last year. <laughs> Son of a bitch. All right, I got to go. Fuck this. Fuck you. That's <laughs> what happens when I asked Boy Kelly where to park by the old Miami. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that should be fine. And I said, that's what you said last year. <laughs> that's what you said last so year. So I don't trust you. Trust you, Boy Kelly. <laughs> All right, fuck this. We're out of here. We'll see you next week for another wonderful episode of The Juggalo Rewind. All music played in this episode and in this entire season is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. The greatest Juggalo podcast to ever fucking exist. This show is a member of the Underground Podcast Community, UPC. UPC. Confessions.